0: Doris was having a beach vacation with her friend Teresa. One morning, the young women were sunbathing near the water. Teresa went to a cafe to get some lemonade while Doris went swimming. When Doris came back, she saw that her smartphone, which she had left on her beach towel, was gone. Have you seen my phone? She asked the man sunbathing nearby. Nah, I've been sleeping all this time. At this moment, Teresa came back with a lemonade. She looked around and immediately understood where Doris's phone was. Who took it? It was the man, all right. Before the incident, the spade was lying on his left. Now it's on the right. There's also a suspicious pile of sand near the spade now. The man must have hidden the phone in the sand, hoping to dig it out later. Terry invited his friend Alice, who was studying to become a police officer, to a party. It was organized by his friend Sean. Terry was worried there could be a thief at this party. Throughout the event, Alice was watching the guests attentively. At the end of the party, she told Terry who the thief was. Have you figured it out? It's the host, Sean. At the beginning of the party, one of the guests had a watch on his wrist, and this woman had a beautiful necklace. But at the end of the party, the watch is already on Sean's wrist, and the necklace is in the flower pot. Detective Carlson was walking along the street when he heard the sound of glass shattering. He looked around and saw a large crowd gathering near the broken window of a jewelry store. The shocked owner was inside. The detective ran up to him. Has anything been stolen? The man said he hadn't understood yet. But then Carlson exclaimed, sorry, I've got a thief to catch, and rushed away. What did he see? The store window was broken to distract everyone. People were looking away and didn't see this guy stealing a wallet from the man in a suit. At first, the wallet was in the man's pocket. Now the thief is rushing away, the wallet in his hand. The police had long suspected that Mr. Hall was a smuggler, transporting forbidden things on his yacht. That day, they knew for sure the cargo they were looking for was on his vessel. Several police officers came with a search warrant to the marina where Mr. Hall's yacht was parked. They examined every nook and cranny of the yacht, but didn't find what they were looking for. Mr. Hall was sneering while seeing them off. Suddenly, the youngest police officer exclaimed, I know where the cargo is. What did he understand? The cargo could only be underwater. Wrapped in a protective cover, it was tied to the anchor. Look at these guys carefully. One of them is not living alone. Who is it? It's the man on the right. He's got two toothbrushes. Austin, a rich businessman, brought very important documents to his office. But he had a meeting and needed to leave for several hours. Austin asked his secretary to be on the lookout for anything suspicious. His competitors could try to break into his office to look at the documents. When he came back, his secretary told Austin everything had been quiet. But when the man looked around, he realized someone had been inside his office. The secretary eventually admitted having fallen asleep while Austin was away. How did the businessman understand someone had visited his office? The globe on his desk is now turned in the opposite direction. William, a successful businessman, was having dinner at an expensive restaurant. At one point, he went outside to make an important call. When he returned, his case with money and documents was gone. The thief could only be another customer. When the police arrived, they questioned everyone who was in the restaurant. Karen said she had been writing a new chapter of her book. Paul said he had been waiting in a line to get to the bathroom. Donna had already paid for her coffee and was putting on her coat. And Robert was having a video call with his girlfriend. It didn't take detectives long to figure out who the thief was. Do you know it? The criminal is Paul. Besides him, there were only four other visitors at the restaurant, and they were all busy. How could there be any line for the bathroom? The police got informed that one of the most wanted criminals, Carl Walker, was going to arrive in the country. According to this information, the man was going to come by plane. Unfortunately, the police knew very little about him. He was short, wearing glasses, and traveling under a false name. Detective Adams went to the airport. He detained four people who fit the description. They were Mr. Lewis, Mr. Relkaw, Mr. Taylor, and Mr. Wilson. Look at these men carefully and try to figure out who the criminal is. It's Mr. call. His last name is actually the criminal's last name, Walker, but with its letters reversed. A detective is looking for an important witness. Without them, she won't be able to solve a complicated case. The only thing she knows is that the witness is left-handed. Look at these people and help the detective choose the person she needs. It's the waitress. She's holding the tray with her right hand and serving people with her left, dominant hand. Look at these princesses and try to figure out which of them is the fake one. It's the princess on the right. The tiaras of the princess on the left and the one in the middle have a reflective shine to them. You can see they are made of precious metals. But the ice princess's tiara doesn't shine. It's made of plastic. A businessman arrived at his office after a long trip. He discovered that some important documents had disappeared from his desk. He immediately called the police and a detective arrived shortly after. After interviewing all the workers, he had a list with three suspects on it. They were Emma, the accountant, Sophia, the receptionist, and James, the sales manager. But all of these people claimed they hadn't been inside the businessman's office. It didn't take the detective long to figure out who was lying. Do you have any ideas? The thief is James. Both women wear high heels in the office, but the footprints on the floor are obviously left by a pair of sneakers. An elderly lady called the police. She told them someone had sneaked into her house while she had been asleep. The intruder took away the money she kept hidden in her kitchen cupboard. The woman was sure it was one of her neighbors. The police visited all the neighbors, but each of them claimed they had spent the entire day at home. Look at their houses and try to figure out who the thief is. Rick is lying. He wasn't at home. His car was parked near the house already after the snow had built up on the driveway. Look at these people carefully. Who does this dog belong to? The dog's owner is the guy in the middle. He's the only one who isn't trying to pet the animal. Can you figure out how many watermelons there are in this picture? 5. Gloria failed her math test. Luckily, her professor was an understanding woman. She offered a deal. If the girl cracked three riddles, she'd get a good mark. Of course, Gloria agreed. The first task was to figure out the answer to the equation. Can you do the same? The answer is 232. Gloria didn't need much time to solve it and got the next puzzle. The student saw several numbers made up of matches. What should be the last number? The last number should be 1. After every step, the number of joints goes down by 1. And finally, the teacher gave Gloria several pool balls use only three of them to make this equation true. After a couple of minutes, Gloria figured out the way to do it. Do you know what she did? The girl rotated 9 and got 6. After that, she took the balls with numbers 13, 11, and 6 and got 30. Gloria's quick wit helped her, and she passed the test. You're trapped in a room with no doors or windows. All of a sudden, the room starts filling with water. You check everywhere, but can't find any way to turn it off. You know that help is on the way, but it's still at least 5 minutes until their arrival. You only have 2 minutes. After that, the entire room will be flooded. Obviously, you can't hold your breath for 3 minutes. You've got 3 objects, but only one of them can save your life. What should you choose? A straw, a rope, or an empty bucket? You should opt for the bucket. Put it on your head. This will create an air pocket, and you'll be able to breathe for a couple of minutes until help arrives. You've got lost in a desert. It's already dark, but bright moonlight illuminates the surroundings. At one point, you see a tower. But an evil wizard is looking out of the window. He tells you, If you want to save your life, solve my riddle. You need to figure out the height of this tower. You look around and see nothing but several fallen tree branches. There's also a watch on your wrist and your own shadow. What can you use to figure out how high the tower is? Your shadow will help you. You can compare its length with the length of the shadow cast by the tower. Then, since you know your height, you can calculate the height of the tower. Someone stole a rare diamond from Mr. Lawrence's house. The police suspect Jack, a notorious burglar. A detective immediately goes to his house, but when Jack finds out the man doesn't have a search warrant, he doesn't let him in. In an hour, the police arrive again, this time with the warrant. They search the entire house, but find nothing. They're ready to leave when one of the police officers exclaims, I know where the diamond is, and have you figured it out too? When the police first came to Jack, his hair was much shorter. He must be wearing a wig, and the diamond is hidden underneath. On Tuesday afternoon, a man came to the police station. He claimed his car had been stolen. Detective Brown asked the man to show him the place where it had happened. They went to a movie theater. The man said that the day before, he and his wife had come to watch a movie. They left the car in the parking lot. But when the movie was over, the car was gone. After looking around for a couple of minutes, the detective understood who the criminal was. And have you figured it out? There was no theft. The man is lying to get the insurance money. Look, there are no movies on Monday. Maria Walker, a rich businesswoman, collected ancient pieces of art. One day, she managed to buy a priceless Chinese figurine. Maria locked it in a safe in her office and went home. But the next morning, the figurine was gone. The police have three suspects, all of them Ms. Walker's subordinates. The detective asked each of them if they had taken the figurine from the safe. Beverly said she hadn't been to the office since Monday. Ralph said, I don't know how to open safes, and I'm not interested in Chinese art. And Vincent said, he had been to Ms. Walker's office after her departure, but he only took some documents he needed. Who is the thief? It's Ralph. Otherwise, how would he know the figurine was Chinese? A man wearing a hat, a bandana covering his face, and dark sunglasses robbed a bank. The police have three suspects. Look at them and try to figure out which one is the criminal. Usually people tie bandanas under their ears. But in this case, the bandana covers the ears, probably hiding something that distinguishes the man from other people. The criminal must be the man with a large earring. Jesse Harris was a pilot. Once, there was an emergency during a flight. Jesse had to land the plane right on the highway. Luckily, he was a skilled professional and no one was hurt. But Jesse himself hit his head and lost his memory. When he climbed out of the plane, two women ran toward him. Both of them claimed he was her husband. Can you figure out who's telling the truth? The woman on the left is a robot. Look, there's a USB port in her neck. Mary was a college teacher. It was the beginning of a new school year, and three new students joined the class. When Mary saw them, she immediately realized something was off about one of them. Who? It's the guy in the middle. He doesn't have a shadow. Logan worked as a security officer on a small cruise ship. One day, during a severe storm, he found Mr. Lewis lying on the deck. When the man came to his senses, he said someone had hit him on the head and taken his wallet. Logan had three suspects. He visited them in their cabins. Linda told him she was feeling queasy because of seasickness. She couldn't even get up from her bed. Denise said she had been watching a movie on her smartphone. And Philip said he had been writing a letter to his wife. Logan immediately understood who had hit Mr. Lewis. Do you know it? It was Philip. Look at his letter. The handwriting is immaculate. But it's impossible to write so accurately during a storm. Kayla went on a business trip. She didn't have time to tell her boyfriend about her plans. So she left him a note with clues. In it, the woman wrote... I'm in the city that is three of seven chicken, two of three cat, and one of two goat. I'll be here for a week. Come visit me. Do you know where Kayla's boyfriend should go? To Chicago. Yeah. Look at these guys carefully. Can you tell which one has drawn the graffiti? It's the guy on the left. He has some spray paint on his hoodie. Alan was driving along a small country road when he saw that someone had crashed their car into a tree. A moment later, he spotted a man running toward him. Help me, please! I was moving rather slowly when a truck suddenly cut me off. I lost control of my car and crashed into a tree. Alan gave the man a lift to the police station in the nearest town. They found the truck driver surprisingly fast. He was right near the doors of the police station. But the man denied cutting the smaller car off. He claimed he was going to the police to report the accident. Suddenly, Alan realized who was lying. Have you figured it out? Look at the tire tracks. It's obvious that those left by the truck go over the ones left by the car. It means the truck couldn't have cut the smaller car off, and its driver is lying. Several police officers were called to a hotel. One of the employees was found unconscious on the floor. The police checked the cameras to figure out what had happened. They didn't see the criminal, but now they had three suspects, all of them hotel guests. Sarah said, I heard some noise, but I stayed in my room because I was scared. James told the police he had been outside. He was trying to catch a taxi to go sightseeing. And Damien said he had been sleeping at home at the time of the accident. Who is lying? Damien. He's a hotel guest. Then how could he be at home sleeping? Beverly was making dinner in the kitchen when she heard glass shatter. She rushed to the living room and saw the window broken. Someone had thrown a stone that was now lying in the middle of the room. Beverly called the police, but they didn't manage to figure out who the culprit was. The next day, when Beverly came home from work, she saw something on her doormat. It was a note. Williamson was the surname of Beverly's neighbors. There were three teenagers in that family, Mark, Roy, and Natalie. Which one broke the window? It was Mark. The note says, question Mark Williamson. Bruce owned a large store that sold expensive designer items. Recently, there have been several thefts there. The man asked his friend Gabriel, who was a police detective, to check what was going on. Gabriel spent two hours in the store. When he left it, he knew who the thief was and who was guilty of these crimes. The thief was the detective himself. He easily stole a pair of costly sunglasses to prove that the store security was very bad. That's the reason for so many thefts. One of these young women has a dog. Can you tell which one? It's the girl on the left. Her pooch has torn her sneakers. When Amy entered the office, she noticed that her colleague Emma was very upset. It was just the beginning of the workday, but someone had already stolen her purse. Only those who worked in the company could get into the office. Amy started her own investigation. Jenna, who worked in IT, said she'd been fixing somebody's computer. Joanna, the secretary, answered she'd been on the phone with some clients. James, the sales manager, said, I've been in a three-hour-long meeting. I'm exhausted. Amy knew right away who had taken the purse. Can you figure it out? It's James. The working day has just started. How could he be in such a long meeting? There are two towns near each other. People who always tell the truth live in one of them. Liars live in the other. The inhabitants of the towns often visit each other. What questions should you ask a passerby to find out which town you're in? Ask them, are you a guest here? If they answer yes, you're in the town of liars. If they say no, you're in the town where honest people live. When it's raining, the cat is either in the room or in the basement. When the cat is in the room, the mouse is in the burrow and the cheese is in the fridge. If the cheese is on the table and the cat is in the basement, the mouse is in the room. Right now, it's raining and the cheese is on the table. Where are the cat and the mouse? The cat can be in two places, either in the room or in the basement. But at the moment, the cat can't be in the room because the cheese is not in the fridge, it's on the table. It means the cat is in the basement. And since the cheese is on the table and the cat is in the basement, the mouse must be in the room. Dora was on her way to work. When she was passing by a dark alley, she heard a loud scream. The woman came a bit closer to check it out. Someone was shouting, help, help me. But as soon as Doris saw the alley, she immediately called the police and ran away. Why? It was a trap. There were two kinds of footprints going into the alley, but no footprints coming out.